0: Did you know when we talk to someone new, it actually takes us 1.10 of a millisecond to form an opinion about them? And really, our website is no different. It actually takes your website visitors about 50 milliseconds to decide whether they'll stay scrolling or swiftly exit. In today's episode, I'll be going through six different ways you can increase your visitors' engagement rate on your branded website. So they'll A, stay on your site and B, keep engaging for longer so you can increase your sales and book more clients. Welcome to the Brandmade Podcast. Thanks for joining me here, self-made listeners. I'm your host, Olivia Goodenough. Just wanted to hop on and pre-warn you that, um, unfortunately, I've been suffering from a cold for the last week and therefore may sound different, possibly a bit more nasally. Uh, do bear with me and hopefully I'll be back to normal in the next ones. So the average time a visitor will stay on your site is about 10 to 20 seconds and that's really not a very long time. So we need to make sure that your visitors stay engaged for at least this and hopefully more because the longer they stay on your site, then the more likely the visitor will a, remember you and maybe even purchase from you and hopefully visit it when they need the product or service you're offering or if a problem occurs and they remember you and your product or service that solves it. We're all pretty aware that a website's first goal is to keep visitors engaged, making a good first impression, like going into an interview or a date. (laughs) Um, But it can't just look good. You actually need to know what it is that you're talking about and you need to explain clearly what it is that you are offering and why it will benefit them. If you're unsure about how to write effective website copy to sell your products or services, do go listen to um, episode seven. I'd recommend listening to it all, but specifically the um, the last section will help you. Anyway, lastly, our websites need to handle the process of sales and or client bookings seamlessly. I've actually done some digging online and found a few statistics that might empower you to take the design of your site a little more seriously. And here's why. The first statistic is that 94% of your visitors' first impression is related to the design of your website. When we say design, we're referring to the overall look, the feel created by images, fonts and layouts and etc., and it's not actually that strange because we make most of our first impressions on looks and we do it every day especially when we're going on a date we're very quick to make snap first impressions and judgments as soon as a, the person walks into the room all based on looks because at this point this is all the information that we have um, to go on at the beginning. Press from the same source they also found that 75% of customers admitted to making judgments about a business credibility based on their website design so so not only is your website visitors forming a quick opinion on the look of your website if the design and layout isn't to a high standard they are actually less likely to trust you as well it's- Pretty understandable, really. We draw this conclusion because it's the same as if we turn up to an interview wearing a bunch of unironed, mismatched clothing. Your judgment of that person isn't going to be seen as professional and smart, but rather unreliable and a little bit confusing. (laughs) Plus, to really dive the design of your site importance home, it also mentions that 38% of people will stop engaging if the content or layout is unattractive. So the more pleasing your site um, actually is and the more attractive um, it looks, uh, the longer your visitors will keep scrolling, similar to being on a date with someone you find attractive. You'll stay engaged in the conversation and will want the date to last longer. The same goes for your site. So just kind of think of your website when you're designing it. You want it to look as attractive as possible. So really, in other words, I'm sorry to say, but your website is going to be judged whether you like it or not. Therefore, the first goal on your site is to make sure it is designed to a high standard to show you're professional and trustworthy. This puts your site in the best position to quickly gain and hold your visitor's attention right from the get-go. As soon as they land on it, they have 50 milliseconds to decide if they're going to exit out or stay on. You want to design your site to make sure you hold their attention and you can do this through attractive design. The layout of your site is made up with a range of contexts. The main two is usually text and images. Now you wanna say looking professional, but that doesn't mean you can't be creative. To gain inspiration on website layout, search on Pinterest. Um, I have a whole website design board dedicated to this if you want to go check it out. You can start off by selecting some designs and meshing a few different ideas together to make your own. To keep it aesthetically pleasing and organized layout, I would recommend implementing the grid system. This usually um, helps you align page elements based on the number of columns and rows. You can have as many columns as you want, but if your design knowledge is limited, I suggest that you keep it simple and a maximum of four columns and uh, four or three rows with margins. Uh, Once you have a few columns and rows, this will help form empty boxes for you to start filling and placing images and text and to keep a balance um, of negative space on your page. Your website isn't the same as a piece of paper. It's interactive. We can scroll, click and zoom and make sure when you design a layout that it feels organic and sort of seamless every page and section should feel as though you are still on the same site the layout itself can vary but your colour palette, fonts and um, should all stay sort of consistent throughout the site Um, remember designing digital also offers you the opportunity to introduce those interactive elements as well and dynamic um, effects such as your background changing colour or images slowly fading in these elements can really help keep your visitors engaged for longer and provide a type of feeling as well this brings me to my next point that when your customers purchase a product or invest in a service they don't base their decisions as rationally as you might think Um, inside our brain there is a part called the neocortex this is responsible for our rational and actually analytical thought and language. The issue with this part is that it doesn't drive behavior. So you can show your customers facts, features, benefits and we can absolutely obviously process that fine but it won't make them want to purchase from you. Why? Because it doesn't provide them with a feeling like going on a date, you might chat with someone for an hour and it's great, but it just doesn't feel right. We actually base our decision making heavily on our gut instincts, on our gut decisions. It's the limbic part of our brain that is responsible for feeling like trust and loyalty. And it is this part that controls and drives your customer's behavior to, make de- um, to decision making. But The really interesting part is that it actually has absolutely no capacity to process language. So obviously keeping your features and facts and benefits displayed on your website, but also presenting that deeper why and making sure you use design to create and evoke a feeling from your customers. You can do this through layout, but also images are highly effective. An image can say a thousand words, they say, and it's true. You can make visitors feel things like excitement and trust and all through imagery. The type of imaginary I want you to always include is faces. Showing your face on your website makes you more exposed and customers like that. They'll trust you more from that. When you go into a clothing shop to buy something, we don't get served uh, with a checkout person with a biker helmet on. No, we are greeted with a face, a smile, eyes and the same rules apply for your site. Your customers want to know who they are doing business with. Even if it's um, purchasing a product if we can't match a small business um, to a face it makes us feel a little uneasy and might actually make us think why don't they want to show their face are they hiding something is something wrong with them so show your face this will really help you build trust faster with your visitors on your website Plus, did you know we are hardwired from an early age to be drawn in by faces? So when we land on a website without one, we'll usually find something else to focus our attention on and hopefully we'll land on the thing that you want us to look at. But if you include a face in the background, we'll instantaneously fix our eyes to the face straight away, giving you the upper hand here because if you know exactly where your visitors will first look, you can guide them in other directions. By knowing that, it's actually natural reaction for us to look at a face it can increase the chances of your visitors staying and engaging with your content as well however faces can also be too distracting and take our attention and focus away from your content and text information you want us to obviously read here you can get clever by including an image with a face that's looking towards something on your site your visitors will naturally see the face and follow the person's gaze from it or they'll continue um Or if you have an image of someone sort of pointing at something, we'll follow the hand and continue where that leads us. A great tip if you have any um, call to actions on your page as well. Another thing to include within imagery are hero shots. Um, You might have heard them before, but hero shots are pictures visually showing your customers a person enjoying your product or service these images are to give your customers an idea or a sense of how they could feel if they actually bought your product or service and this can be highly effective and persuasive plus showing images of people smiling may be rather obvious but it's definitely something i wanted to mention Smiling or laughing faces can actually help you feel happier yourself and make your sight look more welcoming and inviting. Plus someone smiling makes the person naturally look more attractive. Plus when we look at an image of happiness and joy it actually activates our pleasure centers in our brain we should also kind of take into consideration trends with the rise of videos up and images down on social media is probably the best time to be including moving images and embedding videos to show off your products or services on your site if images can say a thousand word (laughs) videos must be able to say well more than 50,000 or more in less than a second Um, I love video because it's the best way to evoke a feeling and seeing people's faces move when they smile and laugh I think it's far more natural and engaging to see. So I'd suggest adding moving images onto your homepage to keep your visitors interested. And is a great tool to show how something works rather than explaining it with a wordy, um, lengthy text. So definitely recommend including videos on your site too. As I mentioned, your website needs to have a feeling to drive behavior, but it also does still need copy, text to explain and communicate your product and or offer. The information you provide should include a type of personality, whether that's friendly, casual, smart, quirky, humorous. You need to use language to show your brand's tone of voice. Show personality through text will help visitors stay engaged for longer. But to make sure you stop losing visitors when they enter your site is by providing the quickly and efficiently what your product or service is. Uh, as in like who is it for, um, how will it benefit them? Don't make your visitors go on a wild goose chase trying to find these answers. You want them to know exactly from the beginning what it is you're there to help them with. The simplicity of explaining things clearly is so underrated. Don't try and act all fancy and clever and try to use like all this industry lingo because they might not understand that. Just use simple terminology and um, your visitors will understand. Obviously do um, keep in mind what I previously said By interjecting some personality in there though as well. So making sure you're fulfilling all your visitors' problems. I've mentioned this in more in depth within episode 7. Definitely go and have a listen if you haven't already. It's important to really remember that your ideal visitors can actually be far more complex than we realize. Your web visitors might have gone to your site due to an external problem they're struggling to conquer. However, your visitors will also usually be struggling with something else, something far deeper, an internal problem that could be confidence, money mindset, or not enough time. Your product and service needs to be clear and confident in addressing these internal problems as well. So our visitors um, actually have very small attention spans and that is obviously due to social media. We're just constantly um, used to being entertained. Um, and as soon as the second we get a little bit bored or complacent, we just keep scrolling to find the next thing that's more entertaining. So keep this in mind when you're writing text. So just keeping your paragraphs short and sweet. If we see too much text, then we'll likely scan or get Gaze, uh, gaze past it thinking oh that's just too much effort. I'm sure we'll all, we've we all done that before and we've been in that position where we've gone onto a website um, and we're like oh I can't be bothered to read all that. I just want to know this, this and this. You can actually always break paragraphs up into um, smaller ones and use images and icons Um, so it's not such a massive chunk of text is a great way to sort of combat that you might also remember to include a hierarchy with a variety of fonts and range of text sizes this really helps prioritize what it is that you want them to see and read first. By doing this, we can sort of um, help navigate your visitors' eyes around the digital web page with using titles, subtitles, and paragraphs, etc. Subtitles should be thought similarly to almost the hook uh, line in an email subject um, box, uh, sort of um, reeling your visitors in to definitely get them to read the main part of text. So when you design your website, there are a few things to keep in mind. When visiting web pages on your phone, they use the hamburger menu icon, which is the three lines stacked on top of each other, which you have to click on in order for the menu to pop up on the screen. This works for a small screen, but I would recommend that you don't do this uh, for your laptop um, size screen website. The um, The best way to make sure your customers can access everything easily and efficiently is by having your navigation bar at the top of your homepage with all your page titles visible for them to see. So this is extra easy for your vis- uh, for your visitors to see everything at once and navigate around everything. Plus, um, make sure to label your web pages with common names rather than su- too sweet and quirky ones. This can actually cause uh, confusion to um, what the page is about. So try and keep your page titles as short as possible, trying to keep it to at least one or two words, max three. This is because your menu bar um uh, only has so much space and it looks best to keep all the titles in one line. You don't want to have a mini bar where you have title pages um, stacking on top of each other because then that starts to look a bit messy. To make sure your visitors can find everything that they want at a moment's notice is by including a search engine bar on your site. A great tool if your website has got rather a lot of content and pages selling a large range of products or um, blog post content you've you've Um, accumulated or archived over the years the search bar for your visitors can come in super handy when well we're just being too lazy to click and scroll to find what we want it can save them time but also if they're struggling to find something on your site it's likely they can probably find the answer or find the piece of information or page at least through the search bar engine how to make sure your visitors will easily find and navigate around your site well, before you click on that live button on your site, there are a few things to double check, and especially links to external and internal pages, sign-up forms are properly connected, etc. But how can we make sure they'll get where they want to go or where you want them to go this is called the mum or dad test obviously if your parents are technologically savvy find someone else but my dad still types with his two index fingers prodding at the keyboard and my mum isn't far better however is far better with typing however um she still hasn't got the hang of copy and paste that um sort of a uh, key shortcut either so Anyway find someone who might not be the best with tech and give them a few exercises that they need to complete. This person must not have seen your website before to make it worthwhile must be a completely clean and new experience to them. Give them a few different things to find sort of tasks or exercises, if you will. Don't help and just observe how they search and maneuver around your site. Take notes if they pause for longer amounts of time on sections and hover over elements. However, if they do something you weren't likely expecting, like click on a button randomly or accidentally click on something, then definitely note that down. Maybe um, even time when, um, maybe even time them to see how long it takes them to complete each task. These tasks can be um find out how many <laughs> find out this product or um find out how much this product is, book in a discovery call, um hard harder tasks such as what issues are am I solving with this product or um what is my why? Maybe even talk after Um, talk about after to see how they felt before and after they landed on your site Um, plus if there was anything frustrating or annoying or just didn't like um, that they were struggling with while they were on your site you can definitely do this with a few people um, a bigger group of different people this will provide you obviously with a more realistic overview Um, on how easy your visitors will find it to navigate around your site. And it's a great um, step to take and really worth a while before you do click that live button. So this is a bonus tip. Where do you want your visitors uh, to go next? So you've got your visitors landed on your site. They've read all the relevant text, but most likely they aren't going to be ready to buy just yet. So what does the rest of your customer's journey look like? The main thing is when you get visitors to your site is to keep track of them. You don't want them disappearing again. To build, a, You want to build a stronger connection and figure out what it is that they want or what it is that they're looking for. That's why an email list is so popular. You can directly message them straight to their inbox. On your site, it's not to include a few areas especially at the bottom of the page in your footer an email list um, sign up form. You can also include a pop-up to appear just as your visitors are about to leave. I prefer having that as they're about to leave rather than having it come up straight away as they enter your site because I personally for me I just always click out of them I don't even bother reading and also It's great to um, have a lead magnet as a offer within this sign up form. Don't just be like, oh, sign up to this. Um, You want to entice them in with something for free. You can also include social media links to invite them to follow you on social media and other places as well. That's a given. You should always have social media shares at the bottom of your um, footer on every page as well. In today's episode, we've covered the following ways to boost engagement. The power of having an aesthetically designed website. How images including a face can grab our attention and build trust way faster with your visitors. The increasing trends of video on social media and how it's the best time to be including moving images and video onto your site. We've also looked at how our decisions are driven through feeling and the importance of evoking some type of emotion on your site that visitors can feel when they're scrolling through. We looked at website copy and how it should be addressing how your product or service helps solve or better your visitors internal and external problems how you can inject your brand's personality in text to keep them reading, use a hierarchy of fonts and size and layouts to navigate your visitors' eyes to certain pieces of content, the best practices to keep visitors' attention by breaking lengthy text into short paragraphs split up with images and etc. Making it quick and easy for visitors to read and stay focused. We also covered how interactive elements play a bigger part, such as an open visible navigation bar and search engine bars for extra efficiency and ease. Plus how to complete a mum or dad test to evaluate the user friendliness of your site and making sure you leave open invitations to keep track and stay connected after your visitors have left. It's now time for you to put all this in-depth knowledge to work. told you so much because you now have no excuses you've got the complete tools in how to increase your business engagement rate on your site today thank you to all the self-made listeners for tuning into the brand may podcast i really hope you enjoyed this episode if you found it helpful please do share it with your other fellow business owners and please do subscribe to this podcast and give it a review once again i really appreciate you all and i hope to see you here next week have a wonderful day and goodbye for now